stuck by this river You and I Underneath the sky that's ever falling down Down, down Ever falling down Through the day as if on an ocean Waiting here Always failing to remember Why we came, came, came I wonder why we came You're listening to Ink Studs on CITR 101.9 FM. My guest this week is Jeff Johnson, also known as, aka uh, Jeff Johnson. Um, some of his work in the past has been uh, from Fantagraphics, a three-issue series, Nurture of the Devil, um, a whole slew of mini-comics. I think I lost track of how many minis, uh, with the titles like Mia Culpa, and much more, as well as his, his two latest... Um, things, or probably more than two. Uh, Auto de Fe um, on Lulu, as well as Sad Brat, uh, Bad Star on Lulu, and Horror Vacui is, that's a book that's going to be coming out too? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I hope so. Uh, hope so. Um, thanks for taking the time to join me, Jess. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, yeah. I've spent, uh, bunch of time going over your work um, and it's interesting it you cover a wide range and coming from two different places and kind of before I get to that kind of dichotomy and I think you used dichotomy as a term earlier before we were talking I think it's gonna mm-hmm. keep coming up um, it is I'm curious about your background and interest in comics because um the work that you've shown me um you include a lot of really early work and it, looking at your work you you were very quickly informed with um your own kind of very personal idiosyncratic style um and i'm curious about coming to that point quickly with your work um kind of what were you looking at as a teen going into art school? What was it grabbing you as comics? Yeah. yeah. Actually, like, um, I had, I had done some comics as a younger kid, like, uh, <clears throat> you know, um, probably under the, I, oh, it was, it was the Smithsonian book of newspaper comics. That was the one that, um, like completely possessed me. And so I started, you know, for a time, like when I was, I guess, like, 
10, 11, 12, I was doing little comic strips. And then, um, and then I just did like a writing and drawing separately. Um, like you would write short and, stories and draw just right. images? Right. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I, um, you know, actually when I was a teenager, like, um, like in high school, I would, I would paint and I would write. It was a lot of automatic writing and, and a lot of um, just not very good, like abstract expressionist influenced uh, painting. Um, but I always wanted to, to, to marry the two like uh, together. Like I, you know, I was, I think service was the only thing that I, that, like the only connective thread between like comic, the comics I read as a teenager and then the comics I read as a like, college student. And, and further down, like, um, that was, you know, around the entire time. Um, so I was always, I, I wanted to be able to do comics, but it was really hard for me to do it. And, and I, I, I don't know, like the, the, the stuff, the drawing style, I think, um, like, shapes that I tended to draw in the margins of notes, you know, in, in school. Like, there's certain things that I would tend to draw, like jagged, edged things, you know. Um, so, I mean, and there were enough of these, and I did, like, cross-hatching, just, like, cross-hatching, you know, crazy patterns across the page. Um, um, some of the, my, my manuscripts, actually, are just cross-hatched instead of crossing stuff out. Um, so these are the things like, the, you know, those were the, the, the blocks, the individual blocks for the drawing style mm -hmm. that I sort of evinced. And, um, I don't know, I guess I don't know any other way to do it. Like, um, you build something around what strengths you happen to have and what inclinations you happen to have. But I mean, I think by the time, like I got to the, May the stuff and the nurture the devil stuff, and I was drawing with a brush more. Um, the style looked like everybody that influenced me, mm -hmm. I think, but but still was recognizably mine. And I think, oh, sorry, I just think um, you've kind of it's something I talk about with my friends how folks kind of take other styles, and some folks may get hung up on drawing like that or others will like quickly work through that. And I get with you, you've quickly worked through those influences to kind of find your own style. Yeah, right. I mean, um, I think I, 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 I um, devoured a lot of comics when I first got to college, like between 89 and 90. And, well, I guess more like 90, 1991. Um, there were a lot of great comics coming out at that time. And, uh, you know, I, I was going to school in Athens, the, the Bizarro Walk Street there, like, I just... Anyway, I, I, I was, um, you know, like I said, devouring, like, old reprint newspaper strips and uh, just everything I could. So I guess I assimilated, you know, I guess I sort of um, assimilated everything. I ended up hating that drawing style. <laughs> uh, I mean, I get, you know, style is a trap or whatever, but um, it's, uh, it just got to be so, uh, like this, um, over-laborious, like over-ritualized mm -hmm. almost. Like there were certain things I couldn't just paint on like a solid black. I would have to do the black and then do like a layer of, titanium white and then scratch over it you know it was it was a lot of just like you know protestant uh hatred of the body uh ocd <laughs> guilt just being you know wrung out of out of ink um it's interesting because like, you would it looks like it's done on um like scratch board, like black scratch board, but it's you're doing like the complete opposite to get it to that feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Right. I mean, you'd think I would just, you know, start with stretch board, but um, no, I just uh, uh, the Paravec We, you know, is is maybe the title of the book that I want to do, reprinting with stuff, and, you know, that's a horror of the empty space. Uh, It's a, I guess it's a particular, like, aesthetic sort of fear, or, or like a need to fill fill the space. Um, I I don't know, like, I, I know that I overdrew. <clears throat> I think at first, like, the, that that's why I, I, I really sort of prefer the Sad Brat, Bad Star material, um, because that just flowed, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know the the, the later stuff, the garden, uh, Nurse's Devil stuff, like, it looks nice. I mean, the, the, the art, the, the pages have a patina of, you know, you know, it, I actually did a lot of those pages for, like, art classes where we would, I would put them up at, for a critique and you look at it from across the room. <laughs> you know, it's a little grid of six boxes. Um, so I don't know, like, I guess I'm, I'm proud of how those pages looked, but I just don't think the um, storytelling mm-hmm. was lacking. And also, <clears throat> I mean, I sort of burnt out after the Nurse of the Devil because I realized after I had finished it, after it appeared, that I had fully expected... Um, that I was writing my pro- my my gender problems into non-existence. Um, I would, you know, it, I had the expectation that I was solving myself. You know, why don't we kind of dive into that a little yeah. bit? Because I mean, um, for listeners, to kind of get an idea. Because it I find it informs so much of your work, um, gender yeah. identity, and it's like we can't really talk about your work without talking about that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, I, I, I identify as um, as a transgendered person. I, um, uh, you know, testosterone was, is 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 not my is not my proper uh, hormonal substrate. It's so uh, I was much happier on estrogen. Mm-hmm. I was happier as a like a physical being. I was happier in myself. Um, <clears throat> I I mean I imagine like it's understandable or people have read enough about uh, you know transgenderism that you know you you feel this uh, uh, this disconnect between your body and and your mind. Uh, in a particular way, you know, but, um, now is this, <coughs> sorry, let me, uh, how, go ahead. how old, um, or when did you kind of first, I don't know how to, how to phrase or probably like really like kind of oh. understand or kind of realize that something wasn't right? I mean, I, yeah, when I was 13, you know, when I was 13, I knew it. I knew what it was, but I didn't know what to do with that information. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sort of buried it. I sort of uh, just I made up something else. That, you know, I I I basically like spent the next uh, twenty year, you know, or sorry, uh, seventeen years um, talking myself out of what I knew. You know, mm-hmm. in various ways. Uh, I was in a you know relationship for a long time. Um, that was uh, something. That was a, that, that was one way of hiding hiding from the you know the, the simple fact that I had seen when I was thirteen and, and refused to ever see again. I mean, it was, there was no internet back then. I mean, I have to say, there's like. Um, I knew what being gay was, at least in, I, I knew what the word was, I knew what the uh, conception of it was, but um, 
it didn't seem like that's what it was. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. I grew up in sort of like this really uh, right-wing, you know, suburb of uh, Atlanta. And, you know, New Gingrich lived down the street, and like it was not a, it was not really a place to um, to have these kind of thoughts. Um, but anyway, yeah, once I, once I, um, and, well, I have to back up and say that my, um, my creative process has always sort of fed off of that self-hatred. Mm-hmm. Um, so I find myself now, um, I'm about to turn 43, uh, I took, I was on estrogen for like all my 30s pretty much, and I, when I turned 40, um, I was frustrated about my lack of productivity, my lack of, you know, creative drive, and... So I decided to recreate, to the extent that I could, the uh, conditions under which I had been most productive in my life, which was <laughs> my adolescence when I was the least happy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I, I took myself off of estrogen and, uh, you know, have, uh, it's actually, it's, I mean, it's worked, you know, for whatever reason. <clears throat> Do you find... And I, I don't... Sorry? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, no, I, I... I forget now. I lost... lost my... It's okay. Um, yeah. What I was thinking about is... I mean, one of the big differences between now and when you were 19, 20, 17, whatever, is... Um, even with, without the estrogen, you still, you kind of, you've identified it, though, and, like, come open with that, and so I'm just yeah. thinking about, like, it's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not the same in a way, not to kind of... Oh, no, no, it's not, it's totally not, yeah, um, but it's, you know, it's the same emotional transaction that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm having to, I mean, it, it, it feels it feels bad to wake up in in the skin with. Uh, I mean, it's, okay. I guess you know it's something that I end up having to 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 say. So I don't know if it's a commonplace. Like, um, but you know the, uh, the 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 mental landscape of the you know the gendered poles are. Is um, they're they're vastly different. Yeah, vastly different. Um, you know, there's a vast difference between the poles of you know the female principle and the male principle. It's just uh, you know it's not a comfortable place, but I need to be in a. I need to not be comfortable to feel like I need to get get shit done. You know. Um, and I decided that was important enough that that was what I was going to do. So yeah, I've I've been Jeff, then Jessica, then now uh, Jess, which um, to me like satisfies this dialectical thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a meeting point. Yeah. Well, yeah. The um, you know the. Um, thesis synthesis synthesis thing actually yeah. I wanted um, I've made up this thing I don't know if I want to take it any further but this it's like an incestuous dialect dialectics like a, um, the cyst comes from the uh, intercourse between the synthesis and um, and uh, antithesis so it's like an extra step in the dialectics Okay. Anyway. 
I can tell you've uh, you're you're versed on your uh, Genesis Peorage already. Yeah, you know, I met I met her. Yeah. Um, in in New York, uh, there's actually I tell the story in the Indicia in the uh, Auto de Fe. I don't know if it, it's probably not. It, it's really tiny, but um, for for a time in New York when I was living there. Uh, I was living in a dungeon, like a like a professional dungeon, and um, it you know it was a, this place in Chelsea, this building in Chelsea that was kind of was condemned. It was going to be torn down, but um, it was still somewhat a, a still you know a functioning dungeon. So Lady J worked there. She was uh, matrix there, and so anyway, I got to have a talk with Genesis Purich, uh one day when. She was waiting for Lady J. Um, one of my one of my favorite thinkers. I'm a big fan of of Genesis and what they have to say. I was just listening to some psychic TV stuff today that I I, I you know I'm sort of unversed in, in uh, psychic TV. There's every right. album is different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's amazing. That's that's uh, that's cool. So, um, one of the reasons I wanted to kind of get that out there um, is, like we mentioned, your your early work or your your work, your com your, the main brunt of your comic work um, is kind of, I guess, in combat with your identity. Um, or it's kind of the playing field for that fight in a way, if that's a yeah, okay yeah, way to sure. put it. Sure, yeah. Um, what what are you thinking of in particular? Well, I'm just thinking of um, like it is very violent, sexually hmm. violent work. Um, yeah. Um, did uh, actually of of the sad brat bad star stuff? You should if you get a chance read the filth. Um, which is the first? It was it was the first um, thing that came out of my my um, this, this you know this rush of activity this this sudden surge of um, creative energy I had uh, when I was nineteen. Mm -hmm. So it just like poured out of me like a after not being able to do comics and just I don't know not being able to figure it out not being able to feel comfortable with um, how it was shaping up. Like, um, I just did this 30-page comic, and it's really unfiltered. I mean, it's probably the my personal favorite thing that I've done. Um, but it's, but it, it, it gets a certain reaction from everybody. Everybody's, or, you know, the people who have read it, it's a bit... Um, I mean, I keep hearing that it, that it seems like something that's been done by somebody who's been, been molested, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I it's a it's a it's a possibility. Uh, I don't know, but um, uh, it's I don't know. I mean, the whole I think I think the fertile crescent of, of anything I do is. Um, that space, you know, that, that gap between childhood and adulthood, like the the wrongness of the messiness of our sexual selves and the way our you know all of our, our nicer thoughts and our higher inclinations are all wrapped around this rotten core of I don't know. Sexual yeah, violence. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, fucking kill, fucking kill the snake yeah. brain. Well, I mean, yeah. it's yeah. it's funny because like I actually just was talking to Josh Simmons. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with his work. The name sounds familiar. It's uh, it it it, it also deals with a, a lot of uh, sexual violence stuff, and oh uh, oh oh, I totally know. Okay, yeah, I just read. And, and this is so unlike me. I actually read uh, an entire book that he just posted, or like an entire story that he just posted. Oh, okay. Which one? 
I can't think of what it was called, but it was all drawn in pencil, and it was really, uh, I just envy, I mean, I love the way that it just flows, it's, you know, um, but it was about a, uh, a brother and a sister. I can't think of what it was called, and I'm not in front of my computer. That's all right. I look, but. but, I mean, it's, um, he's coming out with this, like, challenging work, um, you know, dealing with a lot of issues, and sometimes you can just be internalizing this stuff and just have to get it out. I mean, he's not internalizing when he's getting it out. Um, but there's this idea of, like, you know, I think Crumb kind of speaks to it with some of his racist stuff, um, where it's like, you have these stories in you and you can't contain it, you have to put it out there, and something's feeding yeah. into it. You may not be happy with what is coming out of it, but it's still there, and it's still present, and you can't ignore it. Yeah, no, absolutely, and it's the, I mean, it's your duty. That's what you, you know, that's what it's, that's what this, you know, the, the, Modeling our interior worlds and in an outside um, schematic, you know, that's what that's for, I think, um, is to uh, mediate between um, our, you know, irrational, like completely fucked up crazy selves and the um, all the ideas of who it is that we're supposed to be or who it is that we want to be, you know. Um, I think it, I mean, it fascinates me like um, other people do. Uh, that is, like, um, <clears throat> uh, I, do you know the, 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 the sensation, like, like, like when you, when you are talking to somebody and you're, you're so aware of who it is they're they're playing, yeah, and you're you're very aware of the distance between, you know, who they are and who they're playing, yeah. Um, and there's I mean there's nothing wrong with that. That's a, that's that's how you that's how you change. That's how you develop yourself. You have to uh, project that. Mm -hmm. um, but that's you know the sex drive is the thing in us that won't be quantified, legislated against. It's the wild card. Um, in terms of, like, you know, I don't know. The, the idea of male and female being places of residence has sort of um, given way to seeing them as being directions, like a right or left, you know. Yeah. Like a, and... I, uh, you know, when I did the, 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 when I transitioned, um, it was all a matter of, like, just dropping useless behaviors or, like, just dropping a lot of extra crap that I had accumulated about who it is and how it is I'm supposed to act. You know, I'm a man. Um, I have to do these things have to, like, uh, sort of squelch these other things. Um, you know, I'd never, I never did modulate my voice. Like, you know, it, that just seemed like too much work. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, you know, I got along. I, I, I had a, I mean, everyone loses something in the process. Everyone loses, everyone has to sacrifice some something uh, when they do this sort of thing with the, the transition. It's a particular kind of apocalypse of self. You, know, yeah. you have to let things go. And uh, but anyway, um, it's it's a it, you know bluntly, it's a brutal mental and physical process in itself. Um, yeah. Well. You know, I mean, estrogen is is a chemical, and absolutely. I mean, yeah, it was a whole different way of thinking about. Well, a whole different way of thinking about my place 
um, as a person in the social body, you know. Uh, um, I I was you know definitely much much happier, and I, and and I, I'm definitely sort of incurring a cost now um, by turning my back on that. But I mean, ever since I moved back to Atlanta, that's sort of you know I I. I been leaning this way, I've, I don't really, like, think that there was a true self underneath, you know, that my idea was was that I was finding my, my true self, I guess, um, but it's, it just seemed like something to be, well, it just seemed like there wasn't anything there at the center, so um, the thing to do was just to play with the process of, you know, um, I wanted to be to go back to sort of that middle point because that was a more difficult place to be. Well, uh, it's like, like you, the, do you you push yourself and you go through these experiences and is what happened what you were intending? You know, like yeah. when you go through this transition, you go through the physical change, the mental change. Um, yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? I guess too. Yeah, absolutely. I guess. I guess too. I should uh, add to the to the picture. Um, in part, um, in partly in the name of um, the, the, the my my wife who had died just a couple months after we got divorced. I. Um, uh, on, on the heels of my transition, I, you know, I um, started a campaign of sort of unhinging myself with uh, with some, you know, some substances and uh, some high risk behaviors, and carried that to New York. Uh, with me and um, ended up working the uh, erotic services and you know Craigslist um, and doing this for like a year and a half like that that was around the time around the time that I was living in that dungeon I was I had the sense of I mean I, I don't know who I was it, it's so hard to write about that time because I have no idea who um, who I was at the time. But you kept and, you um, kept a sketchbook, right? And that's yeah, yeah. This is when this is where the you know the bathosphere like sketchbook comes from the the auto defay material. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that was my only constant, like uh, you know Ishmael and his coffin. Like uh, that was my that was my support. Um, that was the one I was either going to like kill myself through. Uh, an excess of enjoyment, or I was going to uh, write about it, you know, change myself and uh, push myself to the limit and then write about it afterwards. Mm-hmm. So. I was thinking about how the, looking at your early work, and I mean, it is, it, or not early work, but your work um, before the transition and then before. You're diving. I was gonna say just like excess hedonism, for lack of a better term. Um, and just how I kind of see you, kind of living the experience that you were writing about previously, in a way. You could see the what? What experience? Like what? you were living through this experience, you know. Oh yeah. Drugs, illicit sex. Um, and, and that seems to reflect what you were already writing yeah. about. It was already in your head, yeah, yeah. even if you were oh, totally, living that yeah. life. Oh, totally, yeah. I mean, the um, Narcissus, you know, meeting Popeye, I don't know if you read that story. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I had this character. I mean, that was, I, yeah. All the seeds were there. I mean, the seed for me being a heroin addict for a while, like, uh, was planted, but, you know, when I read Naked Lunch at, uh, when I was 15 or um, something like that, like, 
<laughs> all the seeds were always there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, but, um, yeah, some like, the uh, auto de fe material, I, you know, I'm try- I tried to craft it as a um, sketchbook memoir because I wanted, you know, because my, my experience with looking at uh, through other people's sketchbooks has always been, you know, an interesting way to get behind somebody's eyes and occupy their skull for a little while. You know, it's a way other than reading a book or or anything else. It really is, I don't know, it's a, it's a particular kind of connection. Um, like, I, I, I had one of uh, the Robert Crumb, uh, one of those German Robert Crumb books, uh, the sketchbooks, Mm-hmm. In the, from the 80s, like, uh, from his weirdo, weirdo period. Uh, so I had this, like, um, you know, when I was, when I was 18, 19, um, and just, I don't know, like, uh, that was the closest I've ever felt to, uh, to him, you know, as a person, or as a, I don't know. Not as a person, but it seemed to go behind the scenes in a way that was very satisfying. After having read the, the you know, the, the stories, the scripted stories, and the comics and stuff, um, it's more—it's just more raw, much more truthful, I guess. Uh, but the uh, auto de fe was a was a like four zines that I did basically I mean I did like 20 at a time and just handed them out to friends um, at various times over you know the the naughties and mm-hmm. um, they were they were sketchbook minis but they were like collaged from my sketchbook output um, and a lot of the pages are you know are clipped from from various sources. Uh, cut and paste layout, you know, which I, I love. Um, but anyway, uh, how how was your experience reading it, or like how did you think that it held up as I, that I, sort of experience? I really enjoyed it. Um, there's something interesting about it, or not interesting, I don't know if that's the right word to say, but I really appreciate its frankness, um, yeah. its honesty, and I can see how it really plays a great role in kind of capturing the moment um, and yeah. allowing you to revisit that in a way, um, kind yeah. of in a removed way, which is really interesting because, yeah. yeah. like, you're able to talk about these like brutal situations, these like traumatic experiences. Um, but from a removed perspective, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Did did you um so so did you read the uh, uh, Odie at the Mo? The which um, one? Piece of writing that was in, at the at the end of that. Um, it's called Odie at the Mo. I think so. I hate Mello. The um, it was it was the it was a more standout piece of writing mm-hmm. that I supplemented the book with. I guess. Uh, I read it all. It's all a blur. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, yeah. I, sorry, I'm, um, I, I'm, I'm just curious. Like, um, I had this sort of idea. Like, um, to me, you know, when when I get into somebody, to a, when I get into a writer, I, if it's somebody who who, who I you know read their entire catalog. Um, then I want to know the, uh, about their life. You know, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to um, uh, read the biographies. Yeah, and um, I just like uh, with with the Sad Brat book and with the Auto Defe book, it was a chance for me to write about that time by writing about the work or by using, you know, sort of hiding behind 
it being reprint, those being reprint books. Um, mm. uh, so I was able to, but, but my, my vision was, and, and still is, I think, like, to um, sort of give a pre-Norton critical edition, like, uh, treatment to my own stuff. Like, um, because, well, I don't know. I don't know, it's just interesting to me. Like, like, like why not? Um, autobiography is, is um, fascinating to me, but, you know, personal essay. Uh, I, I love, I love that sort of first-hand connection, um, especially when it's, you know, this strong voice. Um, so I wanted to tell my autobiography in, in the form of a, a few books that would cover certain periods of my life. One of the really interesting things for me is your ability to write really eloquently and, um, be able to cover things in, in a really nice flowing way where we get this story. We get like a very, it's very straightforward where with your comics, oh, they're very abstract. Yeah. Yeah. And I find that, and I, I mean, find that especially, um, interesting with kind of like, remember we we're talking about dichotomies where your early work is this kind of abstract ideas and your later work is like, here's the reality. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't think I'm a very good comic storyteller. I mean, I don't think I'm a very natural storyteller. It's sort of, I have to struggle with that part of it, you know. Or I feel, I feel like that's, you know, that's, that's a point of weakness for me. Um, but I've really been trying lately to hone my writing, writing, like, uh, and I want I want to do well. The the be still keep moving project is you know my stab at a comics like personal essay mm -hmm. that would it wouldn't necessarily I mean it doesn't necessarily have a story. It has approaches to some stuff like uh, it, it has fragments of things that come from thinking about the story or stories that I want to do that all are sort of related to each other and that feed into the content of the essay and, and bounce off of it. And it's sort of a big compost pile of, um, you know, variously digested ruminations. That sounds gross. That sounds like uh, <laughs> the cow like uh, swallowed his cud, I guess, but um, shouldn't be digesting. <laughs> well, there's six stomachs too. Oh, that's that's horrible. Yeah. Um. How anyway, that was a fortunate metaphor. But now you've traveled pretty substantially um, back and forth across uh, Merca. Um, then I'm curious what brought you to Seattle because it seems kind of removed from all your hmm. other. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, um, before I was out of school, I was I, I had published the first two issues of Nurture the Devil. So when I graduated, I did the third one, and then I didn't know what I was going to do. Like I was working at an art art supply store here, uh, or you know. Living, living my folks' place. Um, so I sort of, like, I think Gary had, Gary Roth had, like, said something that if I needed a job and or, and or a place to stay, you know, I could prevail upon him. So I did and um, had both. And within, like, a couple of weeks, I think, of uh, making the phone call, I was out there drove across country um 
Yeah, so I was in Seattle for two years, uh, it's, coloring comic books at night. There's something about the interesting uh, tradition of uh, cartoonists going to move to live at in Gary's basement, I'm presuming, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and working at Fanographics. The, with the... Yeah, I, I'm afraid I botched the whole two years, um, and it's nobody's fault but my own. I was a miserable... I mean, I was, I was miserable to be around. It, it makes me wince um, to this day. But uh, at least, well, you know, I'm back in Atlanta now. I've I've gotten most of my worst behavior uh, <laughs> um, out in different cities, other than this one. So at least, you know, I don't have to worry about running into so and so who I was that one time. You know. Um, anyway, it's moving around is, 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 is fun. I mean, there's like a lot of, there's, there's, there are things that you can consciously change if you, if you want to, like a, it's a certain special moment that you have to, to make some changes. But the moving to Seattle, I, I was just, I just, uh, I, I was pretty miserable, I have to say, um. And uh, my my creative drive completely sort you know it, it I <clears throat> there's something that happens uh, you know upon publication of your work like you see it all of a sudden through other people's eyes or that's yeah. what happened with me um, and I hated it I hated it so much and I really wanted to be one of those people who for him like style was a a mapper choice you know it was a matter of what pen to use that day like you could make it seems like a lot of well a lot of people who are technically more skilled than I am can uh, you know accommodate their style to fit you know the function that they want it to fit within the story um, in other words I, I just didn't like what I was doing anymore. So I, I, I had this. The next project I was working on was a hundred was going to be a hundred page graphic novel called Sap Rat Bad Star, which you know it's two anagrams for bastard, which is a word that is um, carved into my drawing desk, <laughs> the drawing desk that I still have that I got when I was twenty. Um, my my ex carved it in there. One, one night when she was angry at me. Uh, so anyway, like, um, I kind of gave up on on comics after that. I moved back here and ended up getting married to the, you know, same girl I'm talking about, like, who I who I left mm -hmm. um, when I moved to Seattle. And, you know, I came back and just started working at like a various like a graphic design sort of places and just having I just sort of forgot I let myself forget that you know if I didn't because I mean it starts to be so much of a pressure you know you feel like you have to do so much work per week or else or else what you're not you know you're not a worthwhile human being mm -hmm. um so I, I sort of dismantled that. I felt, and I feel like I, I'm glad that I did that. Definitely, um, I had to dismantle it because I wasn't enjoying being creative anymore. Um, it was uh, so the 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 unfinished sad brat graphic novel is in the back of it was in like the one of the last chapters of uh, Sad Brat, Bad Star. Um, so I was happy to be able to find a home for that as, as well as uh, that other material. Um, so what was the main thrust of what I was just talking about? Huh? <laughs> it's, it's all right. Um, coming back to doing creative work again, um, like you're getting more back into doing comics. Do you find yourself going in different directions with your work, unexpected directions? 
Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I um, I've gotten into world building, like in a way that I really hadn't since I was a kid. Um, you know, I think I have more of a talent for that than storytelling. World building, you know, by which I mean like um, you draw a, like a picture of a place, and then as you draw it, you start to imagine who lives there, and um, you know, you make up stories. So I, I've, I've started um, playing around in this sort of futurist, um, you know, um, not quite post-singularity uh, sort of crazy world of um, <clears throat> of, of the word, word made flesh, sort of um, just... I don't know if, if well, okay. It It's various things. It's it's an excuse to do a certain kind of writing that I really enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, um, and the excuse is that I'm trying to appropriate a form of, you know, writing from a, from a different kind of consciousness than what, what we know what, and what we can imagine. Like... Um, uh, you know, it it seems well, it seems fairly certain to me, like that. Um, you know, the age of the individual is sort of on the wane, or at least I hope it is. Um, <laughs> being being an art, uh, purely an artifact of the age of the individual, by the way, and um, <laughs> uh, sorry, um. I, 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 so anyway, um, you know, it's a, it's a science, very science fiction-y, but like absurdist and, um, you know, um, if consciousness can be ported to other substrates, like what does that entail? And, um, um, the whole idea of, uh, I'm really into Kurt Schwitter's, the Mare's Bow sort of thing, like, um, the way that he mapped his autobiography on a daily basis over the world around him. Um, are you, do, do you, like, um, have you read? I'm not familiar you, with them. Okay, okay. Um, well, he's, you know, one of the first collage artists. Um, he was too bourgeois for Dada, so um, he made his own thing called Mares. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, he did a lot of very nice uh, collage work, but, I mean, like, you know, very good collage works. What I meant to say. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing that I don't think any art historians have quite known what to do with is is the Mirzbau, which is um, his, was where he lived. You know, he 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 made a three dimensional collage of the world around him, and he um, made it like objects that had significance to him were placed um, in, in um, you know, the, the special special places. Like, um, and um, <clears throat> all we have is like uh, these various anecdotal accounts of people visiting his, his, his mare's bow and like, saying how much it, it, would, it would change. It kept evolving. And uh, he owned the building, so, like, when he ran out of room and he was going upwards, he just kicked the people upstairs out and, um, you know, continued into the mm-hmm. upper floor. But there's a certain way in which, um, you know, that it was it was a ritual. It was, I mean, it's a... It has a sort of a magic um, kind of unrelenting. It, yeah, I mean it's it's writing yourself into the world, the world around you, um, in a particular way that sort of makes the map the same thing as the territory. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so I um I would like to sort of do the same thing. Like um like I a lot of what I write about and draw right now is is based entirely upon like the the place, the actual physical place where I'm uh, where I live right now and where I spend most of my time. Um <clears throat> and um so it's a combination of various threads, like an autobiographical uh, strain, a um, sort of a whimsical, you know, more like notes for a science fiction novel that will never be, uh, or like various science fiction novels that will never be not quite, you know, fleshed out ever, but just... Um, you know, this multiplicity of views in a holographic sort of way from of, of, of one um, one basic vision. Um, so I've, I've sort of struggled with this, and it's actually evolved from a music and video project that I was doing a few years ago because I... Um, I sort of had to work my way back into drawing and enjoying drawing. Um, so I did that by playing around with music and video, which is, uh, you know, using the medium of time, which I'm really not very good at. Um, but anyway, it, it, it loosened me up yeah. and it set the stage for... Uh, for whatever it is that I'm that I'm trying to do, like this, this be still, keep moving. Uh, essay book. I um, see as the first book in a series, possibly, hopefully, um, called Without, which is the same name that I used as a, a, a when I was doing music. So W slash O, uh, particular like. Mm -hmm. um, so, are you actively making music right now as well, or? No, I sort of um, I, I decided to focus on what it is that I'm that I'm good at, and well, right now I'm I've decided to focus on um, yeah um, on one project in, instead of you know a billion. You know, mm. I, I tend to get scattered. Right, have tended to be scattered, and um, anyway, hopefully I will. Uh, I will. I'm bringing this, this into focus. I, I think my writing is getting more clear. I hope um, it's really difficult for me to write clearly. I I like words too much. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it gets in the way. Damn words! Well, you got to be there. <laughs> Well, I mean, my, the, the the reason um, that I was hoping that you know, or that I was drawn to comics is is, is that I, tend, I I've always tended to overwrite or overdraw. You know, I just tend to over. I don't know when the, the quitting point is most of the time. Um, so comics, for a while at least, kept me honest and kept me going. Mm -hmm. and not stuck. Well, welcome back to comics. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, I think that kind of brings us to a nice closure. Uh, remind folks, I've been talking to uh, Jess Johnson, um, also known as Jeff Johnson, with such comics as Nurture the Devil, and uh, Mia Culpa, and a whole slew of other minis. His most recent work is auto de fe um and why am i uh sad brat bad star um both available on lulu uh as you mentioned i think that it was pulled off the amazon create space suppressed suppressed so the content was just too much for them i guess i think it was drawings of erect penises here and there which is you know the big 
Um, that, that, that's the Western world's Muhammad, apparently. You can't show the direct feelings. No boners. No boners yeah. allowed, America. <laughs> boners are welcome um, in Canada. Can I uh, in, insert something that I've just sort of... Um, so I don't know if it makes it more confusing or less confusing, but I decided to uh, author my books like uh, as J.K. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> As a, 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 a you know, an umbrella term to encompass the three very common names that I have. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, the, I mean, I, I guess I'm asking. Like, I, I I wanted to get your opinion of of whether that's a good idea. <laughs> I I am not of an opinion. Um, I think <laughs> however you want to represent yourself, however you want to represent your work, uh, <sighs> do it. You know, just uh, be okay. happy with what you're making and stand by it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jess. You're welcome. Thank you for uh, thank you for inviting me. And I have one request for you. Yes. Can you send me four song requests? Uh, send you what? Four song requests. You get to pick for a music. song request. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So think on ah. it and send me an email of uh, what you'd like. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I will. Yeah. That was really great, though. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to chat with me uh, about your work. Thank you. And I think... Thank uh, you. Do you think... Do you think I... I mean, I'm, I can hear myself, like, stammering ridiculously. I, I think you... I think you're good. I think, you know, you take time to come up with an answer, and I think that's good. Come up with something you want to say and say what you want to say. That's kind of the point. You don't want to misrepresent yourself, and I think you did really good with that. Okay. Yeah. Um, 